It's been fire in the booth, but I'm not a rapper. Purple Room Recordings, episode 134. It's late at night. Or maybe it's not. The mystery is always there. How you doing? How you living? I hope you feel good. The sun has been out. Because we live in California. I got to see a lot of cool friends. Took a little bit of a, a baby hiatus. Just to make things a little clearer to myself, you know what I mean? Why we're here. Why we do what we do. How to stay fresh and motivated. That's always the question that you end up having to ask yourself at the end of the day, right? Like, how do we get up and continue to do what we're doing at a high level? Or how do, you, how do we get up and pursue doing what we do at a high level? Whatever that may be. From coding to ABA to just being in school in general or to even trying or to like trying to get a job or trying to apply for that school. Like how do we get up or how do we implement what we already know we should be doing? Like all of the lessons and and shit that we learn on the way on the fucking journey. How do we shove that into our brain and, and and it out, you know, like how do we spit that out? at the world so they know that we're not we're not fucking playing around every day that's usually how it goes you wake up at or how i do it is i just get up and that uh that sensation of fire will start in my body and then i'll hear that i'll be like okay i'm fucking ready to go and then i'll hear that alarm and my just my motivation dies. <laughs> I don't know what it is, dude. I don't know what it is about them about that. Maybe I just need a new a new alarm clock sound because I can wake up at 4:30 a.m. naturally, whether I got four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep, eight hours of sleep. Wake up at that time naturally, and know that I like have to get up in at least five minutes so I can try to go do something before that you know before the sun gets up. And that alarm will just click on around that time when I'm already awake and it just murders the motivation. I don't know what it is. On top of it being, you know, a pretty disheartening sound to get you out of bed. It's like I hear that alarm. It's like my brain is wired backwards. It's like instead of getting up, it's like I want to press the button that tells me not to get up. (laughs) So you so it's like, fuck, I wanted to wake up at 430. I end up waking up at six and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I go to, if I, so the, how it works with me is if I put that alarm on and I wanted to say, I wanted to just be 4.30 AM. I want to get up at 4.30 AM. Cause if dude, if you get up at that time, you win. Like that's just how I see it. So I want to get up at that time. I'll wake up naturally. I guess I sh- the second I wake up, I just get the fuck out of bed and do jumping jacks or just start doing push-ups or like reciting my favorite song or something or so- find some sort of motivation and then just turn the alarm off. That can also be something else that I do. But I'll turn it off and then I'll fucking snooze out and then I'll wake up at 6 a.m. with no alarm and I'm like, oh, damn, I missed it. But it's still a reasonable time to wake up, so I'll get I'll just start my day from there. But man, I want that I want to be a part of the 4:30 club. Motherfuckers get shit done. 4.30 a.m. Dude. And then like you go into work around 8, 9, 10. 
a.m. p.m. that's crazy a.m. the world is yours your brain has been cooking already you had like 18 good ideas you completed like half of the shit you needed to get done that day it's it's over like who is going to stop you it would take an army obama led an obama led seal team six and a tyrannosaurus rex to stop you and you probably you you probably would beat them all i don't know about the i don't know about the seal team but you definitely fuck up the t-rex but um yeah 4 30 a.m trying to get there but waking up at 6 a.m is also very productive and good as long as i'm not waking up waking up before or like waking up after 9 a.m you kind of start feeling a little shitty you know unless now the only the only like thing i'll say about that is if you wake up every day consistently at one time whether that be like 6 a.m waking up at 8 a.m is cool too but I would just prefer to wake up earlier, you know, so by the time 8 a.m. comes around, you know, I have a few things done. I took a shower, I, you know, worked out or I ate breakfast or some shit. And then the day can actually begin at eight. You know, you have a cup of coffee and you do whatever. But not that there's anything wrong with that. Waking up at nine is okay if it's a Saturday, but I'd prefer to wake up earlier. And then waking up at 10 is just like. Dude, that's so many hours out of the day. That's that's fucking gone right there. And you know, you you don't you don't want to waste your day like that. So waking up at six seems to be like the healthy medium for me right now. Waking up between like six and eight, six, seven, eight, like those are my sweet spots. I've hit on six a few days in a row now, so I think that's just where my body settled at. Pretty good, um, bro. It's been a so it's been sunny in California, but it's been raining all damn day in here. It's been a little wild, actually. All these goddamn clouds dancing and shit. You should, you guys need to see this this madness. Um, but uh, oh shit, something I wanted to talk about today. A lot, actually. I don't even know where to start today. Ooh, let's start with the uh, the interesting one with the uh, interpersonal relationships. So just personal relationships, I guess. Blah, blah, blah. He, 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 ha, ha, ha. But, um, no, maintaining these relationships are fucking beautiful. That was, that was actually the main, um, that was one of my New Year's resolutions. I don't remember what year it was, but that was something that I vowed to do. I think it was this year. I, all of the relationships that I have right now, how do I nurture them? And make them grow versus just staying in the same pot. You know, I want, if I'm growing or if you're growing, I want to grow with you. Like, that's just how it is, you know. So I would imagine that all of the people that I run into, you're probably not going to have some sort of um, connection with them right off the bat, right? And I get it. When people say that making friends is hard, I understand that. As someone that's like half introverted, I get the fucking complexities of making friends, especially when you're in your 20s or whatever and you're not like for me, it's always been a little easier because I'm relatively outgoing already. So that's, you know, that's always helped. But for someone that's 100 percent introverted, I fucking feel your pain because there are some times where I'll hang out for like two days and then my social battery fucking dies and I turn into a recluse for a month and I don't want anybody to talk to me. 
I don't want to be seen by anybody. It's like I wear a jacket. I put my fucking hood on. I wear sweats. And you will never know where I am. I just turn into a shadow. That's the vibe. Like, and that's the vibe that I'm, <laughs> that like, I wish I could fuck with that all day, but I can't. So, um, I fucking feel all you that want to make more, want to make more of an effort to be more present and to actually like make more connections, but again, it, it's hard. But for me, what I'm talking about right now is I've always wanted to let the people around me know that I care about them. You know what I mean? Like, even if I'm relative, I'm a rel- I'm relatively quiet most of the time, re- especially recently, but I'm trying to break out of that a little bit, but just because I'm not saying much doesn't mean that I don't enjoy the time I'm spending with you. And it's huge for me when I get to, you know, sen- what the hell? I thought I was listening to an ad. <laughs> the fuck? I'm like, wait, I pay for Spotify. What the hell is just totally freaked out? Lost my train of thought. Okay. The people that in my life that I love, I want to express that. So what I had to do was coming from, dude, I felt like, again, let's just break it all the way down. For the longest time, I felt like I am just a, like a literal ball of clay that is trying to mold itself. So you can imagine what the fuck that would kind of look like. Just a pair of these deformed, like turned over fingers trying to make a person out of like this big ass mound of shit. Never really had any, um, outside influence or inside influence for like a really long time in my life. So from that point on, it's like, okay, take the knowledge that you can make a personality go. So it's like, what the fuck do I do? And you know, you, you pick up on things and again, like, I'm saying this as a, like, this is a true blessing, like something that is, oh, I don't know what it is about me. Maybe it's my smile or just the way I look in general, but people have never had an issue approaching me or, um, wanting to engage with me because my thing is I'm a little standoffish. I, I, I get, that's what I mean. Like I get the anti-social shit. I really do. Like, I don't know how to being, you know, conversation being something that I take pride in and something that I enjoy. It's a little, it's a little silly for me to think about when there is somebody that I want to talk to and I don't know how to start the conversation. It's like, what the fuck you have a podcast and you, you claim, you claim that you're a, that you like to talk to people, but here you are in this goddamn corner in silence by yourself. (laughs) Well, when I learned that, you know, it's all good. You just got to chill. You don't have to fucking freak out like that. Then you can actually hone in and be who you really are to the people that you love. So something that I realized along the way is the one, like I would say, I do, this has to be a major way at this point. If I'm not taking you out to dinner or if I'm not sharing a meal with you, I would like to cook. For the person that I think I'm pretty sure I've said that before, but cooking has been has absolutely taken over, taken over my life. It's a big part of who I am now. I love it. Um, All kinds of food. You know, if I'm willing to fucking give it a shot, sometimes I'll just like on the weekends, if I have if I don't have much to do, I'll just pick a a random recipe from like insert walk of life here 
and I'll try to create that thing. For I've been putting off wanting to make pho for the longest time just because I know how long it takes. And from what I'm and from what I hear, the room for air with pho is is pretty high. So I'm I'm a little nervous on that. But something I have gotten pretty decent at is making Italian sauce, the Sunday sauce. I've gotten the ragu. I've gotten pretty cool on that. I'm not saying I mastered it or anything. Like definitely need to, you know, like I'm making it again this Saturday. So I'm trying to see if I can like come up with a new game plan, a new like throw a new play in the play out of the playbook, a new scheme to do this. So I'm cooking this because like yes, I want to eat it, but I want. As many people, like, I'm not, like, trying to feed a fucking army or anything, but as many people as I can, like, hey, if I can give you a jar or, like, a little Tupperware of this fucking sauce that I made and you can make it with your own pasta or whatever, or I'll give you pasta or whatever the fuck, I want you to just know I made this because I care. Cooking takes time. It takes effort. It takes energy. It takes patience. And that's something that I've just, that has always been like the number one thing with me that I had to just really screw into my brain as a kid. Like you need to calm down. Not, you're not going to get everything (laughs) you, you want. Um, you have to wait for it. Instant gratification is not a good thing. Not all the time. So learning to just be still and be in the moment is exactly what cooking has done for me. And I recommend it to everybody too. Like for, for the love of fucking God, I don't know if it's maybe I just don't have enough. Maybe I just don't have enough friends that cook. So I'm talking out of my ass, but nobody I know really cooks like that. And it's like, fuck, I want to let's all cook together. Like I've always pitched that idea before. Like, what, we fucking just chill at somebody's house and just cook all damn day or whatever the hell, right? Like, I bring this ingredient or I bring I bring ingredients to make this dish or I bring... No, 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 fuck that. Fuck all that. You know what I want? I want my... That would... That's something that... That's a goal I have. I want to have a successful potluck. Oh, my God. I love potlucks in fucking elementary school, high school, college, if... If the fucking objective was bring food and eat food, I was there 100%. There was absolutely nothing that would keep me away from that. It's the only time I really felt like I was bonding with anybody is if I was eating with them. That's how you, that's kind of how, you know, like if I'm not willing to go out and eat then, or with you, that's probably like a telltale, you know, that I don't think very, or it's like, Maybe I do think very highly of you, but I just don't know who the fuck you are yet. Let me not say I don't think very highly of you. That's a little rude. But yeah, I just don't know. That's got to be my thing. So I'm making this sauce and some of you motherfuckers that are listening to this are going to get some. You're not even going to know. It's just going to be bring, bring. Hey, I'm in the fucking neighborhood. I spent six hours making this fucking Italian sauce. It's delicious. Uh, what is your phone number? Wait, I just called you. I'm I'm on my way to drop it off, and then you just bang it on him. That's what I want. So how I do it is, my my Italians, my Italian people, let me know, let me know what I'm fucking up in. I'm 
really trying to get good at this sauce, y'all. I put a lot of heart, blood, sweat, and tears and energy into this shit. I swear I do. Want to know why? Because it's from my soul. It's from my heart. I like it. It's a hearty, thick, delicious meal that will keep you going. And, and shout out to everybody that go to the gym. Eating pasta before a workout or before any rigorous activity is never, ever a bad thing. Ever. It will give you a great pump. It gives you all of the energy you need. And you had a full fucking fat meal before you just went and went to go wreck shit. Absolutely. So, what I do. I'm not going to say like step by step what I do because, <laughs> because it's going to sound crazy. But I'll just let you know the ingredients I have. And if I can remember the steps, then sure. It's been a minute since I've made it. So, celery, carrots. Uh, you let the motherfucker simmer. You get tomato paste, a few tomatoes, and uh, crush them. You crush them, bitches, and you make the sauce. So what I do is I make my own meatballs. I make my own fucking meatballs. That's just, you know, it's, I can buy some meatballs in the store. I don't want to fucking do that. I'm already buying the sausage. If I knew how to make sausage, I'd make the sausage, but I'm making the meatballs. So what I do, I get breadcrumbs, salt, pepper. The, I had this Swedish uh, teacher that... I used to, she had, she made Swedish meatballs and she told everybody that she put grape jelly in them and they're fucking delicious, but I don't do that. I'm not, I'm not wackadoo. Like I'm just letting you know what I, what I went through, what I experienced anyway, salt, pepper, some nice beef. Got to get that nice fucking beef. It's Sunday sauce. You want people to eat it or I'm, it's Sunday sauce, but I'm making it on Saturday. What do you want from me? So you get that shit. You make the meatball, you roll it around. Is there anything? Oh, shit, basil. You chop up the basil, you put a little bit of cheese in that t- in there, too. Parmesan, pecorino, whatever you like. And then you simmer them. You make sure they're cooked all the way. Co- or not all the way. Yeah, yeah, cook all the way. You fucking uh, put them in the pan. Then same shit with the sausage. Boom, you put it in. Then after they're done, like, sizzling and shit, you put them in the bottom of the pot. Then you put all the rest of the ingredients in there. You just stir it up. You put a little red wine in there. That That is a game changer. Let me fucking tell you. Putting wine in, in pasta sauce, like, that's a cheat code. And it's a, it's a that's the thing, right? Like, it's a cheat for sure. But every I'm pretty sure, like, that's not a code for the people that grew up making it. Usually, motherfuckers just buy the shit in a can or in a bottle, which is nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, and then they go from there. But the preparation is why I like it so much. I also want to have a dinner with a lot of the people that I enjoy. Um, but again, cooking helps me recenter myself and evaluate like how I've been as a friend, as a loved one, as a lover, and as a worker. And as somebody that is trying to pursue like what they really want in life. So with all of that being said... I'll say again, like, if patience is something that you're trying to seek when it comes to keeping your friendships tight, cooking is a really cool way to to maintain that. Reading is also really good. Going on a walk, you know, because I get, you know, you don't want to be in one space and you can get jittery, so you want to go for a walk or go for a run or go to the gym or whatever, but as long as whatever you're doing is teaching you patience, you shouldn't, you'll never go wrong. And that was something that I always needed to just like lock into 
be patient and be 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 uh, mindful of the situation. Like, under just literally just lock in. Where where are you? Where are you right now? Not in fucking La La Land. You're here. Someone is talking. You listen. Good. Good advice, I guess. And making sure just that everybody's okay. I know it's wild to say, but for someone that does give a fuck about all of his friends or like everybody in my life or whatever, if we've crossed paths one way or another and I don't reach out to you, it's not that I don't wish you bad or that I'm hating. It's just, it's literally just like, I, I am rooting for you from afar. It's so hard to get me out of the goddamn house, Loki, or get me to do anything outside. I just really like controlling what I can control and being in the moment as much as possible. Like drinking and shit, that's fun. But I'd prefer to like have a few drinks in like a closed area, you know, or in a closed area. Like a, what the fuck? No, let me uh, rephrase that. At like somebody's house or, you know, just separated from everybody. Like going, going, uh, going out and drinking is cool. I like that. If I'm with my friends, it's good. But preferably I'd rather just be somewhere else. Like at the, at the fucking crib drinking and just, you do whatever you want to. You feel more at home. You want to talk more. But yeah, it doesn't mean that I don't want to not interact i'm just out here wanting like seeking to understand what it is that i should be working on to do so i criti- i criticize myself a lot on um how i'm treating people so i just want to be mindful of that cuz it is really difficult it was a f- really fucking difficult thing for me to navigate i don't know and it's like if i know that I want to, if I know I want to be someone that you can go to when you need them in a pinch or just talk to somebody as a fucking friend, just being there for somebody, period. Like, shit, that's that's all I've ever wanted. I feel like this is going to sound really corny, but uh, fuck, bro. I'm like a, for sure like Shen as a friend. Yeah, I don't even play League anymore, but he can just, he can, if you're in trouble, he'll go to you. Like, that's my personality. You, you don't, you might not hear from him for a fucking, for like three minutes, four minutes, five minutes. You don't know if he's looking at you, but let your fucking low, you're getting dove under tower, you got ignite on you. That old is on you so fast, bro. <laughs> that shit is on. Not my friends. Can't be that way. Also, uh. Being friends with different kinds of people has also helped me, like, in my development, too. Wanting to understand how everybody is tick or just wanting to understand different walks of life in general has opened up a lot for me. And being friendly has also uh, opened a few doors, too. And it's and it's and it doesn't take much to be cool. It doesn't take much to be a kind-hearted person. I don't think so. Because the, the argument is always like, you can't be nice 24 hours of the day. I'm not asking you to be nice. I'm just asking you to be a decent person. That's it. Listen to this shit, bro. 
this was probably the most wholesome thing I've experienced in a while. I was getting off of uh, of work, and this this black dude is walking across the street from me, and I look over to him, and he looks over at me, and he's like, "Hey, black man." And I'm like, how you doing, black man? I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Absolutely random. But that was just the fucking coolest shit ever. And then we both start laughing. It was the coolest shit on earth, bro. Like, like that right there. That was that that made my whole fucking week that you can do. That could have been with anybody like, hey, how are you doing? I'm fine. Like, you're just acknowledging each other's existences. Like, it doesn't have to just be, hey, I'm doing my thing. Let me, like, fuck the world. Fuck you. Let me just go do this thing. It's like, oh, no, wait. You live here, too. Hey, I live here, too. Yo. Like, you know what I mean? So that's, I don't know. The world has just been a little cooler. A little nicer outside. Um, The rain is shit, bro. Rain is gone. (laughs) <laughs> rain is gone i thought it was gonna rain i went to la recently and when we were leaving holy hell the the clouds started coming like dude is there gonna be a storm no fucking shot i thought we got rid of this shit and we come back to san jose and then those same rain clouds came over here and i'm like yo the fuck and then i thought it was it didn't rain it didn't rain it just got really cloudy and gloomy for like two days and it wasn't even that bad to be real it was it was okay like the sun was still out it was still warm but it was it was kind of humid because there was clouds outside it was whack but um yeah my skin didn't know what the fuck was going on <laughs> it's like hey 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 moisture no hey it's hot but it's moist but it's, there's clouds outside but it's dark what's going on didn't know where didn't know what fuck was happening absolutely no idea relationships and family building it's another thing i wanted to get off today too when it comes to just like to in order to maintain a relationship and keep that relationship healthy both people in the relationship need to understand the few things like boundaries it's one this this is Completely general information. This has absolutely nothing to do with whether it's romantic or not. Boundaries. Where do I where do I end and where do you begin and vice versa? Where do you begin and where do I end? Type shit. Or I think I already said that, but anyway, that's one. The other thing is understanding what that person is willing to give and willing to receive. Because a relationship isn't always a give and take, but what is happening here? Why are we friends? And then the third one is whether or not you enjoy that person's company. Because you can kind of, have you ever had that one friend or friend, fucking quotation marks around it, that you're hanging around or they're hanging around you, but they're not really locked in or they don't really give necessarily give a fuck about what you're into they just talk all the goddamn time and they it seems like they don't shut the fuck up about themselves. That's a reason. That's another reason why I'm a fucking, uh, why I'm quiet. Cause whenever I see that person, it's like, okay, um, listen to the narcissist. We're going to play that game again. Sure. But no, if you can follow those three things, then you got yourself a fucking nice relationship cake, baby. But when you, so like if the relationship is romantic, 
and you guys want a family or let's 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 do like a more realistic one right especially like with like due to current events with some of the fucking motherfuckers that i know um you just end up having a kid for no reason <clears throat> and you this is not what i want to talk I'm, I'm walking around what i want to talk about hold on let me just cut to the fucking chase in the past um I worked with children in a like a school setting and you can kind of tell based on er, hold on again I'm walking around what I want to say just fucking say it just spit it out <clears throat> when you go to when you work in a school right the one thing that they don't tell you is they like they will prepare you to the fucking T and they'll tell you like this is what you should do and this is what happens when this happens and XYZ and escape plan troubleshoot here blah 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 but what they what they fail to realize or what they fail to fucking tell you cuz they already know when they're hiring you is the people that are going to get on your nerves and the people that are actually going to give you the most trouble are not the kids it's the it's the kids fucking parents they will beat you down for shit that makes no fucking sense and you have to sit there. It's like being, I would imagine, it's like what being a, um, a waiter or a waitress or in the service industry, like being something like that. It's kind of the same shit. You deal with pissy, entitled, entitled people all the time. But instead of bringing them food, you're supposed to be teaching their little one something. And when their kid doesn't learn a certain skill or is like struggling in the class, whether it be like behavior wise or scholastically, it's on you. And it's like, that's full. That's cool. That's fine. I can accept that. That's why I fucking did this. That's why I chose the, the line of work that I want to be in. So that like, that's why I was there. That's why I'm here now. So I completely understand every, all of the risk involved with that. My, my job and my goal is to make sure that the little one, little ones that are in my care are going to be the best little human beings as possible. The fucking brightest stars, the strongest angels, the best people, the best version of themselves. That's what I hope that I can accomplish. That's what I try to do every day when I go to work. Now, the fucking problem with that is when I try to, when not me, when um, I had it a long time ago, I had a coworker that woke up or just went to work with the same mentality that I had or that every teacher, not every fucking teacher, let me tell you, but uh, that I had, right? You want... Best human beings, little human beings with their little human toe beans and all that shit. You want them to be the best versions of themselves every day. Now, what got me uh, pretty upset recently was I was thinking about this story when another when a similar situation happened at work. Um, this this woman comes in, or you know, this woman decides to um, check their kid in late. Which it happens, you know, that's it's literally like all of that's every school. Like sometimes you just cannot be early where, you know, you got to you got something else going on. You have to do work. You have to be. You just, you know, X, Y and Z, whatever the fuck happens, you just have to be there. And she comes in her kids late as fuck and she's making it everybody else's problem that her kid is fucking late. Now, I don't know about you. But when it comes to that thing, we were talking about patience, right? This is one of those situations where I there is absolutely no way whatsoever that anybody in that room can go high. 
You can only go low. You have to be the bigger person by having the quietest voice when a parent is coming in and they're yelling like that, right? Or, you know, with any, I feel like this shit can just be applied with anything. So I'm just going to speak. Um, so she comes in and uh, she's speaking in Spanish with whoever, with whoever. And the same, you know, the teacher that I worked with was getting, you know, like, I don't even know how to fucking put it. Like she was getting chewed the fuck out by this lady because her kid was late. You brought your your child in the classroom late as fuck. The school starts, or the, the school, you're allowed to drop kids off at the school at 7 a.m. The school starts at 8.30. You're coming in here at 10.40. Now, again, I have to say it again. There's nothing wrong with dropping your kid off late if you need to. But when it with this specific woman, it was a consistent thing that she would just drop her kid off and like smack dab in the middle of the fucking day. And I don't know what that does for a child's development, thinking that it's okay to show up like that. But for one, like set a better example. I don't know what you have going on at home. Um, That's also another thing, but fuck man being a parent is hard and being a teacher or being a person that has to deal with somebody that is going through it is also difficult because yeah you want to get mad from like my perspective right it's like what you're doing is really shitty and i can bitch and moan and i can say all of these things that i (laughs) that i want to say that are rude and that would most like if i'm telling the truth like wouldn't make me feel any better but Instead of doing that, I'm going to just try to see where you're coming from, from your perspective. And then if the perspective doesn't stop making sense, then I'll just stop making excuses for you. Um, But with this one woman, yeah, the excuses, they ran out very, very fucking fast when she came in and she just wanted to start yelling. And when when something like that happens, right? everybody feels it it's not and it's not like an it's not that we met her at the fucking door like she's in the classroom the kids are in the classroom her daughter is in the classroom her other two fucking kids are again in the classroom i'm in there my supervisor was in there which was another fucking wacky thing that that you know just shouldn't have happened for christ's sakes comes in and then she leaves in a storm and a huff as like you know like what else is she gonna do you think she's just gonna walk out quietly like mary fucking poppins on her on her umbrella no she's gonna storm out try to slam the door but haha jokes on you bitch we're in a school so all of the doors are like those really you know those those like soft ones that have that um that have that resist that metal resistance on it those two bars that just force close the door you don't even have to put any pressure it's just if you open it it will close (laughs) trying to slam that you look funny and um then the teacher that you know wishes the best for her kids is put in that situation and everybody can't no one can do shit like that's the that's the worst fucking part about it like nobody can do anything you can't reason with her because her voice is already raised you can't ask her to leave. I mean, you can, but like, what the fuck is that going to, that's, that's just going to escalate the situation. You can't 
necessarily call someone because it's happening so fast. You can't tell the kids to do something else because she's yelling. So it's it's just a bunch of horse shit. And then now the teacher that, you know, is like basically the glue that holds everybody together is um distraught and she starts, you know, she starts getting all emotional and crying. And you, you can't you can't help but blame her. You really can't. And there's nothing that you can there's nothing that fixes that, you know. Like just because you feel like shit on the inside or whatever the fuck turmoil you have ongoing on at home or and and you know within yourself or like whatever you're trying to express to the world or you're trying to tell everybody that you're upset you don't need to do it to another person punch a pillow scream in a pillow throw a plate you know do any do fucking anything but put another person in duress and fucking like let's just be honest here like being an absolute fucking wackadoo in front of like 20 something kids including your own kids it's just something that you don't need to do and i think about that story from time to time now because it's just such a good example of what i'm talking about when it comes to patience you don't need to explode like that if you're not getting your way if you're everybody has shitty days everybody everyone but you don't get to, in my opinion, you don't get to, that's not an excuse for you to treat everybody like ass. You don't get to mow over people and make them feel like they're not loved or that they're not appreciated or that, you know, that you don't care about them or that they're lesser than just because you feel all of those things most likely at once with yourself. I had another friend a while ago really bad i had another one um this person was apps like this it goes to the um i guess this can be the example of like somebody that is pretend rooting for you long time ago i had a friend that was um that was just not just not it just wasn't that just was never truly there just was along for the ride to reap the benefits of being my friend. Like it was completely like a, it wasn't even a symbiotic relationship because in that sense, both creatures are getting something out of the relationship. It's for survival. It was just, it was literally just like, I'm letting her, I'm letting you like this person is letting you hang on to me for, uh, for nothing. And it was, um, it was weird. Like, uh, I'll give you an example, right? When I first started, when I first started uh, the idea of this podcast, right? I pitched the idea, and the fucking roost, what I got back was you. Sh- you shouldn't do that because, um, what was what did what did they say? You, you oh, don't start a podcast because all everybody that had a, has a podcast is old. And they have experience in things and you won't be able to maintain that or you won't be able to add to that, like to that extent. I'm like, what the, that, what kind of stupid example is that? There are podcasts about worms, about fucking human feet, toenails, lotion, lotion on fucking feet. Like there's literally anything you can do. You can talk about whatever you want to. You can create the world you want to create. All you have to do is try. So I was like, that don't compute to me. So that just told me, 
everything I needed to know about that person, everything that everything like leading up to that point, right? I was just making excuses for like, oh, it's not that they don't care. It's just this, this, this. Oh, it's not that they don't want the best for me. It's just this, this, and that. Oh, it's not that they don't want me to succeed or it's not that they don't sell They don't want to celebrate my success or whatever the fuck, or if I'm doing something right, or if it has anything to do with me bettering myself as a person. And they pretended that that was a fucking hassle to listen to. It's not that they don't care. It's all, they don't have the energy. What fucking energy do you, what? So after that, that kind of just severed the relationship for me in that sense, because you were never truly there. There was absolutely no way. There was no, no way, no fucking how you salvage a relationship that was already fucked up like that. And to wrap it up, I've always wanted to maintain the relationships that were in my life. I wanted to make them stronger all of them. I want them to nurture and I want them to grow like flowers or big trees that can bear fruit or something like that, right? Or a tomato plant. And I wanted to cut all of the weeds out. The ones that just suck the nutrients from the other things that are actually trying to do good. And by doing that, that just made everything all the better. I was having, I don't know who the fuck I was talking about this with, but I think it was, I don't remember. Pretty sure it was, if it was Josie, shout out to Josie. But she asked me, hey, are weeds just native plants? Or are dandelions native plants and we just think of them as weeds? And that was a good question because I've always grown up thinking that dandelions were just their own thing but not necessarily weeds. I didn't know what the fuck they were. Technically, they're weeds, I guess, because they grow so fucking quick and they can grow anywhere. And they do take nutrients out of the plant. And they it, all it does is it, it spreads. Like, that's all it does. So dandelions, though they're, like, pretty, and, you know, you blow them and they look all cool like that, they don't really contribute anything to your garden. You see where I'm going? So if you cut a few of those out, it's not the worst thing in the world. And if anything, it's going to benefit the health of your garden overall. I had a lot of weeds in my life. And I'm glad to say I don't fucking have any more. But it takes a lot of uh, self-awareness and sacrifice to just say, yeah, you know what? Or let me fucking, let me, let me, again, dancing around what I want to say. I'm pretty sure I have a few more that I need to fucking get rid of. But they're like dandelions, you know? They're just there. I don't water them. I don't do anything. I don't talk to them. They're just fucking there. If you have dandelions in your life, it's up to you, honestly, if you want to get rid of them or not. Because though they're not taking from... They're not taking a, a big portion out of your garden. If you take them out, you realize a lot more things. Shit moves a little, like, sweeter. You understand, like, where you're actually going and where they were going and how and why they were a dandelion. And uh, one more. Ending relationships. Boom, yeah, pretty Uh Very hard. <clears throat> I'd imagine. Don't do that. It's all about... Or don't do that. Yeah, do that. The fuck? <laughs>
It's all about um, just making sure you're around the people that you care about. And uh, just, it's never an excuse. Give everybody, I heard this example a few a while ago, give everybody three seconds. Like, just fucking chill. I was listening to this guy talk about how he was on a desert op mission, <clears throat> this Navy SEAL dude. And he comes in and this guy's home in Afghanistan and he's, you know, he's the alien. He's got these fucking bugged out goggles on. He's in all green. He's got this big ass gun with a fucking laser on it, just pointing it at this guy. And the rules of engagement, meaning like, am I allowed to pull my trigger? What are the circumstances? The rules of engagement say if someone has or is reaching for a weapon, you're allowed to use force, lethal force you can kill them. And he gave the guy three seconds. He had his gun next to him too. The guy didn't reach for his shit. He's just like, just fucking put his hands up. Just, he's just there. Didn't do anything. Didn't shoot at him. Just had absolutely no idea or that he was getting fucking rolled up on. And that was it. He gave him, he gave a guy where the rules of, where his rules of engagement were, he was within his he was within the rules. He could have iced that guy, but he didn't. He was patient. He was calm. He just chilled the fuck out and let the let it play out. Just let the situation play and see what happens. That story I told you guys about that that lady that came running in the room and screaming, we let that situation play out too and guess what happened? Her she started, that lady started kissing that my, 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 the teacher in my class she started kissing her ass after that. She knew what she did was wrong and she knew full fucking well that that would have been a, a hanging, a hanging offense for her child to just not be in school anymore. You bring her in late every day and you're harassing the teachers when you come in. That doesn't look too good, lady. Started kissing her ass. Whether now, whether or not she's actually doing it because she's sorry and she actually wants to make a, a, like a healthy relationship with the teacher is is beyond me you know you really you really never know it could be that or it could be like i'm gonna kiss your ass and be really sweet but i'm gonna curse your name behind closed doors type shit it doesn't really fucking matter as long as your as your kid comes to school and we can do what we do and produce perfect little healthy happy human beings that can go out into the world and maintain and strengthen relationships and be who they really want to be because that's what we're trying to fucking do at the end of the day. Then it never really mattered in the first place. Spin fire on the movement. I'm not a rapper. Purple Room Coins episode 134. 135 maybe. Um, thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And favorite the podcast. Rate the podcast. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate all you guys. And I will see you next time and you will hear me soon that's right